Welcome back, roomies. Welcome to the Roommate Report. Go all stoke. This is season one, episode eight. Wow, we're we're two ep- two episodes away from double digits. That's right. Yeah, wow. I and mean, two crazy. months in. Two months into this. Wow. Electric, Matt. I got to tell you something. Let's hear it. I think I'm in love. Oh my gosh. Wow. I was not expecting that. With whom or what? I am deeply in love, I swear. Is it a person? It is a person. Um, and her name is I'm a namer. I'm just gonna say it. Let's say it. Elizabeth Swan. Oh. <laughs> Lizzie. Oh, she's an angel. Is she? We just Tell finished, me more. Matt, we just finished watching uh Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean. Right, I know exactly what yes, you're talking about. Yeah. But she, I mean She's your girl. She's, I, I was like, you know, on the road to love in, in the first Pirates. Right. And then in the second Pirates, I just jumped off the, the cliff. You walked I'm, the plank. I, I walked the plank. I'm deeply in love with her. Wow. What is it about her? I don't know. I think I think maybe 75% of it is the accent. Oh, uh, naturally. The British accent is just yeah. very attractive to me. Um, it's like that Taylor Swift song. No, I love a London boy. <laughs> Except oh, in London your case, boy. it's that's on no, Lover, love right? A London yeah, yeah. Girl. yeah, it's on yeah. Lover. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. She does something to my heart. I'm telling you. If I could, I, I'm just. Well, what the question is? Are they gonna do? Is she gonna do anything to Davy Jones' heart? That that wow. is the true question. <laughs> we'll see question. it in, right uh, the in Pirates Three, even though we've all seen it before. But we're on I don't this journey. Remember the plot? Really? It's been a long time. I mean, yeah. like, I remember the plot. I, know, like, I'm personally not excited for this. The next pirates. You know why? What happens at the end of the next pirates? Well, I don't say it. Why? Because I, I probably don't remember. So no, don't. But say you, it. you know this. Well, I probably, I honestly probably can't remember. She gets. Don't say it. Yeah, like I don't know what you're gonna say next. Don't Genuinely? Yeah, but. I, what? Dude, Why? Don't just you don't hate when people do this. I can't I believe do, you're doing but this you've right seen now. these movies before. I feel like it's not that big of a deal. It's been a long time. Wow. Well, I gave right, you okay. plenty right, of warning. Right, I don't right. remember. Well, just know she that I'm going to be heartbroken, okay? Well, that pretty much says all I need to No, there are two different options that could happen here. Oh. Uh, well, don't worry about it until uh, movie three. Oh, uh, no, I'm just I'm going to be heartbroken. Just enjoy the journey. I am. But it does suck knowing that something's going to come to an end. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think I, I don't. I'm just gonna keep my mind clear. Okay, all right. We, won't, we don't have to go much into it. Just know that um, Elizabeth Swan is my girl. If there's an Elizabeth Swan out there for me, please come calling. My DMs are open. It's true. I've seen it. <laughs> well, it's a ghost town in there. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it kind of is. Yeah. Um, Adam, you you looking forward to this next week? What's 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 the half? So yeah, let's just we we're doing this podcast early because uh, I'm Sam and I are heading to Chicago mm, for the weekend the for our homeboy's land. wedding, and um, I'm gonna be gone for a whole week, so we have to record this one. Like this ten is, days. Yeah, it's Wednesday right now. We normally record it's on like Wednesday, my dudes. On. <laughs> We normally record on Sunday nights, and it's a Wednesday night, so this is only, what, three, four days between 
our last podcast. Yeah. So we were nervous that we're not going to have enough content. We but, got the content. So instead of recapping Stay my tuned. week. I'm just going to say that I'm excited for my week. I'm excited to go home. I'm flying, we're flying Spirit Airlines. Yeah. Very first, nervous. First time for me. I don't know as I It's guys. It's fine. No, well, I've, it's I've just flown like any Spirit. Other plane. The seats are just plastic. That's which true. Is they fine. are it's, not it as kind of sucks. But the biggest thing is dude, the bag thing. Your uh your mother-in-law was on a Spirit flight. Yeah. That went trending because there was people who were beating each other up in the what? middle of the spirit flight. Yeah, it was a flight that my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law took to come out here to California for the first time ever. When? And this was last year, like a year ago. Yeah. And it was like the first like casual trip they were going to do out here. And Katie gets on the plane and starts like pulls out her phone for some reason. Uh, the people in front of her start fighting. Yeah. And so she just starts recording it. And then sends it to, like, just the family. Yeah. But later on Twitter, the same video of these, like, two girls going at each other on the plane, like, blows up. Like, we could probably find out, or pull up the video right now, because it's 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 got to be one of it's the... It's crazy. Just look, Google Spirit Airlines fight, and it's one of these. That's crazy. It's crazy. So, like, she, like, Sam's mother-in-law truly uh, experienced the, the full the Spirit, Spirit Airlines. Spirit. Yeah, the Spirit. The Spirit what? of Spirit. Well, here's the spirit of spirit. Way too many videos of people fighting on Spirit Airlines. Which is unfortunate. <laughs> maybe we so, can't find it because there's yeah. a sea of film on it. But um, Maybe something about it just gets people. I mean, I guess I'd be in a bad mood. I guess. if I, I don't know. I would fly them all the time, though, during in school when, I was, mm-hmm. when I'd go home. Cause I, we flew Spirit too. once together. Yeah. And uh, I always just snuck another bag on, and they never said anything. Really? So I never had any. I think it was gotten way they, more strict. Yeah, I think I ruined that for everybody. Yeah. Me and everyone else that was was doing that. Unfortunately. I mean, it was just you just you just walked on. You you look like you knew what you were doing, and they were like, okay. The key is to just uh, so you just plug in your maybe headphones that's a security and put your hazard. head down. Maybe it is yeah. a security hazard. But good thing they fixed it. <laughs> Praise God. But yes, looking forward to this week. Glad to be home for a little bit. I'm going to spend some time in Indy with some friends that I haven't seen in like about a year, which kind wow. of, I'm excited for that. But uh, what about you? Are you looking forward to the rest of your week? Yeah. I'm going to be... Uh, You're going to be a, a lone boy this weekend. Well, I'm not anymore. Oh, uh, what? The whole... The, weekend trip, our roommates? Our, yeah, it's, it's being postponed, uh, which is honestly in the long run a good thing. But... Uh, I'm just gonna move, move in probably. Nice. Oh, to our new place over the weekend. Yes, which I just moved all of my almost everything except my bed is at our new house. Yeah, it's, which is scary, but yeah, it's a weird vibe in the house right now. It doesn't. Well, it's just empty. Yeah, it's like slow. Like we're stoked about it, mm-hmm. but we're also not like. We walk in and we're like, "Oh, this doesn't feel like home yet. It's, it's not really lived in. They didn't it feels really like someone it. else's place." Yeah, which feels weird to us a little bit. But yeah. I'm stoked because I'm going to be gone for a week, and you're gonna come and, back, and, and everyone's going to have lived in it for a week. So then I'm going to come back, and it's going to feel like it's lived in. And then the mess will be our own mess, and I'll feel comfortable. That's about a good. It. Maybe I should just go home for a week. Maybe you should and come back to <laughs> yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a fun week. Might go down to San Diego for a bit. Hang out, hang out down there. Matt's girlfriend lives down in San Diego. Yeah, so he's down there a ton. Just about two twice a week. Twice, yeah, twice a week maybe. And it's not depends depends on. It's like it's 
40, 35, 40 minutes from us? Uh, it's like... 45, 50? 55. 55, 60. Yeah. There but it's fine. It's not bad. I get to drive on the coast. And you like Which, driving. I feel like you love, I do love driving, driving and listening to music. I went four years without being able to drive. That's true. You ride here the entire time without school. a car. So now I, I savor it. Wow. You know what? I like long drives more than short drives. Really? Like, I, if it's a 10-minute drive, it's like, a, to, for example, going grocery shopping. Maybe it's because <laughs> the whole ordeal is a chore. But this last week, I was supposed to go grocery shopping. Like, so last, so it's Wednesday today, la- the week before this. Yeah. Uh, I was supposed to go grocery shopping on, like, Tuesday. I don't think I went till Sunday. Yeah, dude, you, I was with you every day, and you were like, I'm going grocery shopping today. <laughs> it didn't and then it. it never happened? It's because it's just the short drives are, are more annoying to me than long. More I think it's because, yeah, like in, in a long drive, you just get in and you sit there, you listen to music and whatever, listen to the pod. Listen to the pod. And uh, Which I think most people listen to our podcast in the car. You think so? That'd actually be interesting to know. I don't like, know. When, when I, do people listen? I think a lot of people are just listening on their headphones, like at work while really? working or something. I like. hope people are listening to it whenever. I hope people feel like this is a podcast you can just listen to while you're doing work or something yeah. like that. But I, at least maybe most people only listen to podcasts in their car, so that's <clears throat> what I'm saying. That's saying. yeah. I think most podcasts are are like car yeah. type things. You drove out to California solo, which is what twenty. Thir- about hours? 30 hours. 30 hours? I don't know. 15 Long time. Day. You did it in two days, didn't you? Yeah. Drove. How was that? I loved I it. I was nervous for you. I'm not going to lie. Really? I was just I think nervous. I told you to do three days because I was like, dude, I, think I don't did. know if you can do it. Just stop another I, time. I, I mean, I, the only thing I was nervous about was that literally everything I own personally was in my car with me. And I don't yeah. have a big car. I have a normal four-door sedan. I have a Jetta. Gotta love a Jetta. And, uh, I mean, everything was packed in there. So, yeah. if anything were to happen to the car, or, like, just a minor accident or anything, mm-hmm. I would have probably lost a lot of things. That's what I was more nervous about. Got it. Like, if, or if, I don't know. I was nervous. There was a concert I was going to try to go to <laughs> in L.A. the night that I drove in. It was Tamino. Oh, Yeah. And I didn't go because I had everything in my car. Uh, which would have been sketch. Yeah, which would have been. So it was a good move. But, dude, the last 10 minutes of the drive, I almost got in an accident. Yeah, the, you you were safe oh, the whole time, and then oh, that I last 10 minutes. Right? Yeah, it's because so we the, the freeway that we live off of here is the 78, and it's technically a toll road, but it's after our exit. So you get on it, and it's not a toll road, but if you stay on it, longer than the exit we get off on it becomes a toll road yeah i didn't know that yet well the signs yeah because it just says the signs all read toll toll. road and then on on app on the maps app like it gives you no toll free options you know honestly so i that's what i was assuming i was getting onto and so i was 15 minutes away not Not even even. not even five minutes away and it's like i'm getting on the 78 and the signs are like toll road toll road toll road I don't know my way around that area yet. So it was trying to take me on the 78. I was like, no way. I'm not freaking paying on my last part of the, is of the drive. Is it 78? 73. It's the 73. Like, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. The se- 78 is, is down in like 
North County. I was, That's what I'm I was thinking. Saying, I, I was like, maybe yeah. it's 75. No, 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 no it's 73. 73. There you go. Um, you just had to add another reverse yeah, three bad. to it. Yeah, I'm down in I'm down in San Diego right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, 73. But it, so I I like veered off, stayed on the 55, and was turning around and tried to. And but I was. I should. I was looking at my phone. I should have just pulled over, but I was yeah. looking at my phone to like try to set it to no tolls because I thought I just forgot to. Yeah. And then, a little bit ahead of me, a couple cars slammed on their brakes for something, and I was coming like full speed at them, and I had to slam on my brakes. Oh. Geez. It was actually very scary, but it, everything was fine. That's but anyway, scary. yeah. So I I would have been so pissed if I would have died right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would have so been close. I was you, so but... close. I made it though, so all as well. Yeah, praise God, we made it. Yeah, but anyway, I did drive here in two days. I loved it. I recommend it. I I would say probably maybe split it into three. But um, three days, I don't know. It's it's doable anyway. It was a good time. Beautiful nation we live in. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't, I actually, speaking of like podcast or music in the car, I listen to music the entire drive. No podcast. Me? No, I don't think I listened to any. I listened to like a sermon or something that was just in my car because I needed a change of something, but I didn't want to, I don't know. I think I was just in my, it was my dad's old CD of like a sermon. And uh, no, it was literally the, the first sermon he like became Christian too. He like has the CD in no it. Way. So I listened to it. That's sick. And then That's wild. and then I had a few periods of silence just cuz but yeah, all music, no podcast. I, I listen to podcasts on the, the when I drive long distances, I need podcasts. Really? I don't know why. Music isn't uh it's just like short form art to me in the sense <laughs> and I think of like a, I need long form something okay. like I need to move. Well, what what about an album? Like is that Yes, if it's one that like is proven to me. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes like, sense. It, can't, it can't be like one that I'm trying to see if you like. Or yeah, something. that I'm new to. It needs yeah. to be like it needs to be a Joshua Tree. It needs to be a the 975. It needs to be Hello Hurricane Switchfoot. You know, like yeah. it's just one of those like I need something that's proven to be a full piece of art. That's true. Yeah, and a piece of work. I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, it's it's almost like the music that grabs your attention is what keeps you, you know, stuck yeah. in there for that length yeah, of time. Yeah. Whereas the ones that isn't, you're just kind of like times passing by. Yeah. And it's tough in today's like music scene because it's so single driven that everything is three minutes and 30 seconds and then it's over, you know? Mm-hmm. So it feels like that this song doesn't correlate with the next song right? in any way, shape or form. But You're I, saying in, in more recent albums? Yeah, it just seems like because of single culture, in the sense, single as in like right. people releasing one song, well, like one song and then another song and then another song, so they end up having six songs before they end up releasing the full album. It feels like that's taken away from the art of 12 whole songs being released and that being the piece of work. Yeah. That makes sense. Not just the individual hit, mm-hmm. but... People do singles because they need to get the hits on the radio, and that's how they make all their money. Do you think that's... I guess I've never really thought if it was like that or not before 
streaming or before I don't know because I feel like on streaming now it's you it's you can release five songs in a in a couple months span to lead up to an album but I think when it was more just radio and and physical copies of music it would have been you you probably couldn't you only had one maybe two singles probably I don't know for sure but I feel like it would have been you had one or two singles before an album and then you released the full album right now it's like people release six songs before. Right, and then you have four ridiculous. new songs to listen yeah. to on an album, yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like the people who do it the best are the newer artists. In the sense of like the artists who like don't have the the need to release all these singles because they're not they don't they're not trying to grow because they have nothing. I think of like Wallow's first album. Like they didn't seem like they released that many singles before, and then also the 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 album flowed together, and then yeah. I think of like 975's first album. It's like they didn't have. I mean, they probably they redid a lot of their stuff, but yeah. it was just well, like. Well, it seems like a lot of bands now do like two or three EPs and then an album. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. Even 1975, they did like four solid EPs before yeah. that yeah. debut album. But I I can. I can deal with that, I think, more than a single thing. For sure. Because even sure. an EP flows a little bit. Yeah, and I, wh- we've even talked about we want to do an EP before, before an album or anything. an album or a single, you know. And we have, yeah, like, we have enough for an EP right now, but I wouldn't say necessarily that they flow yeah. like, a, like a cohesive thing. Yeah, know? I guess where I was going it's with like it is the waters. it feels like right. the newer artists have the creative liberty to do it because they have no expectations for what's going to happen. And then these artists who are successful like Taylor Swift can just drop something too because they don't need to grow anymore. They're already at their level. But yeah. it's these meet like this in-between artists from yeah. being new to being like selling out arenas like that uh, still want to grow so much that now they're giving into the singles culture where you release six songs and then killers yeah yeah killers did it killers too did it's, it's, it's just which doesn't make sense why You're would the killers right. do that yeah they don't need to do that yeah i well, i don't i don't know if it's maybe it's a longevity thing like maybe. in corona because you can't tour or something i don't know i that, yeah a lot that of people are true. doing i bet you a lot of people are working on something when they normally wouldn't have been right now yeah um there was i forget who said it but there's a quote um I almost think it's like Edge from YouTube or something, but he says, what a uh, name. He, he says you have 10 years to write your first album or like um, in a, a bunch of time yeah. to write your first album, yeah. but like two years to write your second. Wow. You know what I mean? That is scary. Yeah. Given that us three and our other bandmate, Matt, have spent a year writing songs and we've got what, five yeah. that we like. Yeah. But I, th- I think in the grand scheme of things, it's like not that long of a time. No, for yeah, sure. It's know. just like to me, it's like, wow, I could see us going on for another for sure. six oh, to for seven, sure. eight yeah. years yeah. without having the like first album that we necessarily want. Got to hone the craft. Got to hone the craft. I love that um, us three specifically are so in love with music. And I feel like Sam and I have a relatively similar background in music just because we grew up together. The music we listened to was similar 
if not the same. Yeah, there was like a there was a point where we split. Yeah, a, a little bit, just slightly. Yeah, so we have an, yeah. a different opinion on it all now. Yeah. That was kind of later. Yeah, it was sure. later. That's what I was gonna say. Like I would say it's like probably even towards the back end of high school. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Matt, I'm interested to hear what like what brought you like why do you love music as much as you do yes <laughs> amen this is such a good let's question. end the pod right yeah. there that's, that's all we it, need that's it. <laughs> um it's such a it's cha- open it's such a changing yeah. answer i feel like that's in some true. ways it's yeah. actually really yeah. true yeah but it's like because i grew up and my dad's a musician so I started playing bass in like third grade and then um third grade that's third a grade big rock in the bass the yeah dude it like weighed <laughs> me <true>. down <laughs> I had this big old golden it was an ugly bass was it your dad's bass no it was um honestly I think it was it was one cuz I would play at the church a lot mm-hmm. that's kind of where I started playing it and I think it was this guy Reggie I can't remember his last name. Reggie, what a musician! Reggie, name. dude, he was awesome. I feel like he moved to Australia or something. Love that. Yeah, I don't. I hope that, he's doing that, well. I me too. My, I don't know. I wonder if my parents know. Anyway, <laughs> I think it was he played bass. I think he left it there, Got just it. for people to use, and I basically just took it. So that was mine for a while. But um, at first it was more just fun to play. Um. I didn't really listen to a lot. And then it's really funny thinking about, I think where I actually really started to get into music was we had, a, we didn't have internet growing up, but we had a computer that, well, let me take this back a little bit. We had internet when I was like younger. And then, cause my, my, we just, we did or something. And then <laughs> backtrack. <laughs> The, I didn't have internet, like, didn't have internet accessible like that I would ever need to use <laughs> no until, accessible internet. until like seventh or eighth grade. Got it. But before when you started that, posting on your Facebook, because we like for eighth grade. yes, <laughs> <laughs> such a shame. <laughs> no, I was even before that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, can I can I'm I not, interject for one second? Yes. Here? Last week we read Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. This is a tangent, but um, there was a point where I was reading one of Matt's posts. I said heard or heard. Oh. I said heard. Oh. And uh. I need to uh let people know that I read it correctly. It was he Matt spelled it in 2009 as H E A R E D. Heard. He didn't say H E A R D, so I read it phonetically correctly. That's true. He did. So, I will say I don't think it warrants an apology from us because you could they, have pointed out the spelling. 100% Hundred yeah. percent, and in the yeah, moment, in the moment, yeah. I think I was insecure about it. I think I was like, maybe, maybe I did read it wrong. Maybe it's not spelled that way. But then looking back on it, yeah, yeah. clearly, You're right. You're uh, right. I was right. Continue on to yes. you had no Glad internet that's settled until seventh or eighth grade. So, in like elementary school, I would, so we had this old computer. I'd play, we'd play computer games on. Yep, and uh, pinball, yes. solitaire, paint. Paint. Oh, that's a throwback. But I had backyard football, backyard soccer, and backyard baseball, I think. Like the old ones. Yeah. 
and uh, I would play, but you, we also had music downloaded on the on the computer, and so I would listen to the first Frey album, like Ooh. on repeat, because Except the light bulb one. Yeah, well, that's wow. with it's how to save a life. How to yeah. save a life. And uh, it's because that song was huge at the time, and so I think my mom just bought the CD because our mom it. loved that song yeah. as well. So, and but I, I that was a ringtone. That was mom's ringtone for a while. Wow, I forgot about that. I that was the first time I think I really remember I, like wanting to to be somebody. I was like, I want to be this guy and yeah. sing and sing like this. Looking back on, I'm like, I don't want to sing like that guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but not that he's bad. I don't know. It's just at the time though, you're like, holy cow, this is blowing my mind. Yeah. Like this yeah. is awesome and. So I would listen to that all the time. That was kind of my first, like, individual yeah deep dive into dive into music. Mm. Was that? But I don't know. I grew up. My parents were big, like '80s, like hair metal, pop metal Your dad fans. Had sick hair. Dad had a sick mullet. He shredded oh, like yeah. absolutely still shredded. Shreds. He still shreds, but he didn't. He doesn't have the chops like he, at least the 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 metal shred yeah, like yeah. he used to. Yeah. Mm. So I grew up on like. Def Leppard, Aerosmith, Poison. Wow. Um, Those were, like, the big three in our house. And then, I mean, like, we'd listen to Motley Crue every now and then and, like, bands like that. Um, And so – and then all all the music my dad wrote, you could tell, was just influenced by that. So that kind of is where I – I don't know, I guess the roots are. But – I don't know. I think as I've gotten older, and I I actually love the 80s. I love the stuff that my parents listen to now. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever I go home, we sit, and they'll show me, like, new songs that they don't think I've heard yet, or I'll show them songs that I found, or things like that from from that era, and it's really fun. But So I love anything 80s for the most part, but why, why did I even... Oh, I think that's just yeah. It's your I just, parents. I just you like grew up listening. That's why I grew up, and now I still, I still carry that around, which is fun. And but, that bleeds into like what you like today too. Yeah, well, I think like in terms of the '80s influence. Yeah, for I, sure. yeah, and there's like a big renaissance of that right now, yeah. which is fun. I think there's some things where it's like a little bit overdone. Yeah. But there's a lot of good stuff that people are doing that has that vibe. But I think. Like when I think about why I like music, or or something, I I had this thought one day a couple of years ago. It was it was I think when we all started writing music together, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was yeah about two years ago. Um. Like. So I guess this gets a little bit Christian for a second. Yeah. But, so the whole Christian story is that God spoke in creation, like mm. he spoke he used like sound to create. Yeah. Essentially. And then um to me music is like a direct echo of that mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Cuz it's it's when we we use what was created through sound yeah. to create more sound, which which creates like experiences for people, you know what I mean? That's good. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's God spoke, and then I think when we play music, it's almost like an echo of that original like oh, sound. That's, that's good. I don't know. That's like I just pictured it that way yeah. one day, yeah. and I think that kind of summed up everything for me. Yeah, 
because it it's just a cool there's nothing yeah. like just the the idea that music is physical s- vibrations off of certain mediums yeah like in harmony together yeah. to create it, it i mean we all can every big i i think i'd argue almost every big moment in my life has been backdrops in some way by music yeah, either before by. during or after and when i play a song i that was in a significant time in my life i can immediately direct it to a feeling yeah or associate it with a feeling yeah and so i think um just the fact that you can do that with with sound because there's sounds like this like this and they obviously don't yeah. those like someone's yeah. at the door like we communicate through sound our yeah, voice right, is sound right. but then music combines all these sounds to make like some crazy emotional spiritual yeah any like emotion that's just crazy to me no i i definitely resonate i guess i've never really thought of the idea that music is this like actual physical thing that's happening mm-hmm. but one of the biggest things for me when it comes to music is i like and i haven't found many people who who like have this interaction with music but i like genuinely feel it oh yeah like i feel yeah. a song more than anything else like it's not necessarily the words that hit me but it's like a feeling and it's like you may like attach it to something that's like nostalgic for you or a mm-hmm. moment in time but for some reason for me it's like a song makes me feel a certain way that i've never felt before yeah, yeah. and it's just like that's what draws me into yeah what i want and like we're talking about it kind of in the light of like a christian like spiritual realm. but like i think yeah like this is we're not even talking about worship music no or no, no just contemporary christian music like i'm talking about anything. any song can hit me in a way that just like i don't know what yeah. this feeling is but it's yeah. so good yeah it's it's one of those things that like transcends our basic understanding totally yeah you know well it's so weird. and that's what's so interesting is that every there are people that say they don't like music and yeah. i think what they mean is that they haven't taking it taking anything for themselves yeah hmm. you know what i mean yeah like because people will feed you music you can turn on the radio but that's not the stuff that's gonna right like i yeah. think it, it kind of i think obviously more people were given music as a gift but not like i was given music as a gift in my life and not in the sense of like i have the gift of playing music yeah. but like my parents gave me music and like opened that door for me. Yeah, there's some people that ha- that haven't had that experience. Totally, but for fair. the people that have, it's like. And what's interesting is that it's across all different types of genres. Yeah, something that's gonna give me that feeling is not gonna give it to you. Right. But something that won't give it to me is gonna give it to you. Yeah. You know. Right. And, s- and so we just there's this common across every culture in human history. There's music and dancing. Yeah. That's like the common, the one thing, and I guess a language. Like those are the three things. Yeah. But those are all three things, like that you, all those are For sound sure. music related. You know. Well, it's weird because I think that everyone's interaction thing. with music is actually different. Yeah. Like I. Like my ex girlfriend, we used to talk about this all the time. Like I, I, we would be sitting in the car listening to a song. And I'd be like, are you feeling this? Like, do you feel anything when it comes to this song? Like, even if it's a song that she really enjoys that I, like, I'm not necessarily feeling anything. Like, do you feel something? And she's just like, no. Hmm. Like, I don't feel music like that. So I don't know, like. Yeah, I guess but maybe, maybe in that sense it's. 
like yeah. I don't know. That makes that makes me think that everyone individually experiences this, and like something different when it comes to me. I guess so. Yeah. And maybe ours are the most similar, but I also kind of doubt that what you feel is exactly what I feel, and what Sam feels is exactly what you feel. Yeah. You know, maybe it's all completely different. Yeah. Or it it isn't because there's a lot of times where, like, we'll be sitting at a show and then we just all look at each other because we're like, oh, oh yeah, like well, this I mean, is it. Yeah. Right I've been here. at shows with both of you where like something happens and we all just look oh at each other gosh. and you're like oh <laughs> so that, that or you give it the uh the like mean face oh yeah, yeah, yeah the mean the, face the stink yeah. face. <laughs> face i mean that's the know. best i i just like our experience with music was i think for myself largely influenced by playing it with mm-hmm. people yeah um like we, like you learned it in the church. We learned music playing with each other. Mm-hmm. Like literally, it was Sam and I yeah. from day one. And, and our music um, influences growing up weren't as uh, culturally like well known yeah, right. as everyone else because like not our, in an indie way at all. Like not no, no, like, it wasn't like a hipster cool way. It was <laughs> yeah. like we we were influenced by like Toby Mac and Newsboys yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. It was like yeah, Switchfoot. Switch. So Switchfoot but, is the one band yes. that like they transformed the way that I listen to music and everything because it was like in the the genre of music that we were listening to, it was the most creative and the most depth that I mm-hmm. think we had experienced. Yeah. But we, I mean, our experience, like, us translating it into us being musicians and everything, it, like, it really started with Sam and I sitting in our basement. I was on the kit, and Sam was on the uh, the guitar playing Boys Like Girls or Fall yeah. Out Boy yeah. or Switchfoot, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, like, that's what I was going to say is, like, I think every one of those moments that cultivated our love for music began with, like, Two hours of sitting in front of YouTube yep. learning twenty seconds of a guitar yeah. part. Be like, yeah. Adam, go get on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the best when when Sam's guitar YouTube favorite channel learned or did a uh, a cover of the same song that my favorite drummer oh, YouTube yeah, guy yeah. did because it was like I would learn it up based off him. Sam would learn it based off him, and then we'd come together yeah, and play. Yeah. But it was just us two, you know. And then that transitioned into us playing in church, which like was a whole world of like us experiencing live music. I think yeah. it like changed the way that I sit in a concert or sit in mm-hmm. um, anything else because it's like, oh, I know what it feels like to be on the be, stage. Right, right. Like giving what, uh, giving to an audience what I love experiencing from a right. band, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So it's like, because Sam and I's background are so similar, I know there's no one else in this world that I like actually that actually understands my feelings when sitting in a concert more than he does. And yeah. outside of that, Matt is definitely the most similar to it. So yeah, it's like, I would say after that, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I I think my love for music more than anything nowadays transitions into live performance. Like I love going to a show. Right. More than almost more than I do sitting listening to an album. Oh, I of course, yeah. And I th- I th- I think um to kind of go back a little bit to just yeah. like I think what you said about knowing what it's like to be we're drinking um actually only I'm drinking this evening but <laughs> it's Elysian 
uh, contact haze. It's a hazy IPA. What do you rate it? Uh, not great. I'm not. I think I'm transitioning out of hazy IPAs. Yeah. And West Coast IPAs a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I still really like them. It's kind of like my my go to. Right. But right. I, I'm experiencing more than that. Yeah, right you gotta. Now. Yeah, you gotta. I love a good double IPA, and yeah, I'm just uh, enjoying the journey. This this uh, definition I thought I appreciated. It says, um. Low bitterness and an explosion of hop aroma. Wow. I love it. That's nice. It's good. It's Sounds good. great. It's good. It's. I mean, I would go like seven. Okay. okay. 7.2 maybe. Yeah. I, I feel like the hazy train is leaving the craft beer world. It might be. It was like a trend. Yeah, right? It was a fad. It's kind of like I think, a, a summer, a long summer or something. It felt I think like. Californians love it's it. It's way bigger out here For than sure. yeah. I feel like it was yeah, in For Chicago. Sure. But it makes sense. I mean, it's a tropical vibe. Yeah. True. Very fruity. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah, like a pulpy, like yeah. mimosa y or something. Yeah. Pulpy. I, can you please yeah. not yeah, nobody describe a beer? Okay. 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 <laughs> I don't like that. Gee, disrespectful. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. But, uh, we stopped you on uh, your train of thought. I, I was just going to say, I think what you said about knowing what it's like to be on a stage. Yeah. And also knowing what it's. After having been after oh my gosh, after having played on a stage for people, it changes the way that you see it on the in the for sure. in the crowd because for sure, uh, it just you know what you're thinking up there, you know the prep that goes into it, but also yeah. it just changes the way that you hear because I think when you if you have when you've never played in a with a group of people before yeah. for another i mean when you're just listening you hear all the pieces together for the most part mm-hmm. i mean obviously you can listen into one thing specifically but you kind of don't see the building the build-up of it and i think right. one thing that playing and then like my experience playing on a stage and then taking that to then listening to people on a stage has taught me like what to listen for almost and for sure. like it brings a whole new light of trying to see how they're going to take what they did in an album and do it live yeah. or like what they do differently or what, you know, even what triggers they use and what, mm-hmm. what gear, what effects, stuff like that. But, um, I think also you're saying like how you guys have such a common understanding of that feeling you get from live yeah. concerts. And then I would be close behind that. I think a lot of that, is because we've all played a lot together. It's true. Like, for Very a while true. now. And yeah. I think the, in the the environments you play in, like, directly feed into the way that you for see sure. live music. Yeah. And we've all played in very similar, if not the same, Yeah. Yeah, like, it's environments. like, I mean, how many nights in a row can you spend five hours between 11 <laughs> oh p.m. and 6 a.m.? <laughs> Just sitting there jamming on the same five chords for like yeah. two hours. Yeah. And then you have to build some sort of like feel connection after yeah. that, right? Yeah. Those were rough. Yeah. Nights. Our first um our well, first ever show that we played. Well, we, we're 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 a one show wonder right true. now. We We've only one. played one show as a as well, a band. As, as our current as band, a current yeah. band. We've played yes. a lot of things together, yes. but the, like yeah. of our own music. We kind of BS'd our way into it. And then, yeah. um, and then, we had to write all the, we had to write music to play. Which and I so, I came out here 
two different times before the actual show yeah. to write music. We wrote during those two times. And then I came for like three weeks the week like before the show. Yeah. And in those three weeks, we like got to like a week before the show and scrapped everything that we wrote. Yeah. And wrote a whole new thing. Yeah. And but it, I mean the because we were still in school and with like having to wait to use the place you're practicing for everyone else to be done with it, we were basically writing songs and playing them between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. Yeah. Like for nights, several nights in a row. It was terrible. <laughs> it was like a lot but of frustration. But it's a legendary time. Very frustrating. I'll, I will like, I'll always look back on it and I'll know the frustration that came with it, but I'll also know that like at the end of it all, we played a show opening for one of our favorite bands. Yeah, that was awesome. And it was like, Man, none of the song. One of the songs we're gonna we're actually yeah, take we'll away actually from keep... it, but it was still such a good experience. Yeah. And I think it started us on this road that we're on now. Mm-hmm. And I think because we had to rush so much in the beginning, it's made us be a little bit more patient with where we're at now. Yeah, definitely. Like it's not super forced. It's not it's really like, true. We're just kind of taking our time with things because we can and we have the freedom to. Right. And I think it'd be stupid to just rush into getting a song out. Or rush into getting something produced. Like it's just, yeah. we're, we want to give, uh, give the people good music, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. like we want what we put out first to be something that we really enjoy more than anything. Right. So we're being patient with it, but still, end there. of twenty twenty. I'm confident. I'm, I'm confident. Very confident that we're gonna have an EP. Yeah. Which the roomies are gonna love. Uh, let me tell you. I hope so. It's gonna be sick. We're gonna have a song called I'm just kidding, I don't I'm not gonna release any <laughs> of the song titles here. I kind but, of wanna but, insert the second half of uh that one song here, but I don't wanna do it because I don't wanna ruin that yeah, song. Yeah, nah, you just gotta save it. But it's so it slaps, guys. We have this part this song that is fat and is a certified banger. I'm telling you. <laughs> we'll by, see. by one he means a hundred. Oh. But yes. What? I'm just, I'm just. A hundred songs? I was making a joke. Oh, okay, like, I didn't get it. Like we actually, we have a hundred bangers. Yeah, <laughs> like, I wish we had a hundred bangers. That the joke didn't even register. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I. Uh, <laughs> I wish. Uh, I wish we had a hundred bangers. One day. We've written probably like twenty something songs at this one, and just kind of filtered through. Yeah. Twenty ideas or so. Twenty ideas or so, maybe yeah. not full songs. But let's go back to, um, like, well, I want to know what what was the first either, like, artist or album that, like, what was your, fa- not, maybe not, so we have our, the ones that we grew up on. Yep. But what, w- what were your ones that were, like, you stepped out and this was your thing? It wasn't like, because I feel like we grew up in households that were very music had to get parents certified 100%. for a while. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. And, but my pastor had the right to go through all of my music and my phone <laughs> at any point. That's my awesome. parents literally told them that. So, so yeah, my parents just kept me like in the dark. I didn't even know <laughs> what was out there for a while. But I remember my pastor being disappointed I had Queen on my eye. <gasps> like Queen, or I mean, disappointed as in like. Like, they didn't like Queen or, like, they thought it was bad that you had it? No, I think he thought it was bad that I had it. And oh. it was, like, we will rock you or something. <laughs> like, 
Dude, it's funny to think back to times like that. But yeah. so, so then what, what what were you, like your first ones breaking out of that and being like this is Dude, this is I know exactly what it is. Do you know? For me? But what ones that us? were like foundational to you? Like okay, kind of foundational blew your mind. <laughs> oh, well, what well, I just want to know. I remember What the, was your rebellious the music? The first secular song I was allowed and got the approval from my parents to download from iTunes. 99 cents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> remember that? Yeah. <laughs> um, RIP. It was uh um, it's getting Let's get it started in here. Oh my oh god, my Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> yeah, Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas, I remember that. And it was because it was, it was the screaming? NBA final oh. song. Yeah. The year that the Pistons were in 2004. In oh, that's sick. Yeah. yeah and that was the only reason my dad let me download that's it. That's wow. hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. That's crazy. Not That definitely isn't something that you branched out with. No, like. Because it didn't stick. No, right, it definitely Not Black Eyed Peas fans. <laughs> let's be clear. I will say, though. Oh. Um, hot take coming in. Dude, yeah, maybe this is a hot take. Uh,. Bo- I think it's called like Borderline or something. The the Black Eyed Peas song. It's like <laughs> wait, I think I know what you're it's talking like, about. It's uh, like uh, oh shoot, hold on. No 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 no. Right up the border, it's Fergie. So she's all like right up the borderline. That's <laughs> where I'm going away. Hi yo. You know that one? <laughs> no, 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 no. Dude, I've been looking out <laughs> night and day for my heart. Wow. Down, my, this is where. What I'm did you think it was called? Borderline it's or something. Borderline, just it's not borderline. It's not. It's um, oh, dude. I might have it on my phone. Where's the love? No. No. Where's? Oh, here it is. Anyway, I, all I'm saying I, uh, is, Black Eyed Peas. That song, <laughs> kind of getting slept on. I've got. I, I think our, at least for me, when I started branching off into my own love for music and kind of, it wasn't necessarily formative to what I listen to now because I'm not in. This phase of music is very much over, but Paramore was the first. That one. was a big oh, one for me. Too, that was really like on. a huge album for me. What is it? Ra Riot. Ra Ra Riot. Yeah, yeah. That that album for me was the one that I was like, okay, I well, I like learned to yeah. drum to this album, and then on top of it, True. like, I love. I still I love still every hear single that song. influence in both of your playing. Really, a lot. like I that know. era of music is very it's, present. It's in the your Josh Farro and Zach Farro. Is that what it is? Oh, you're right. It's the two yeah, brothers in the band. Oh. We we clung to them because like this is gonna be us, dude. Yeah, we're the brothers. I mean, dude, it, it will be. That. Dude, yeah, it's definitely. It's not bad. No, it's no. just still like, I can. I've always heard that in. Yeah, there. that's but it's, funny. And I know it too because yeah. I. Would mow my lawn to Ra Ra Riot every yeah, summer, and all the all the Paramore albums after yeah. that. I'm still trying to push out that those are good albums. Pop punk yeah. part of mine. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get it far out. No, you're you're good. Well, it's so but, distant from what we listen to now, but right, uh, yeah. But I mean, also, it's like pretty foundational to everything we listen now. Like, yeah, everything fair. we that listen to true. now, grew up listening to. That's that. so. That's very yeah. true. That's true. So uh, yeah, that was kind of the first album that like I can think of that I branched off from the Switchfoot, Reliant K, yeah. Toby Mac, Newsboys type stuff. You yeah. know, not that Reliant K and Switchfoot are the same as Newsboys, but they're, they're just kind of what I grew up on. Yeah, right. I think my like big turning point was my the first album I bought was Kings of Leon come around sundown I wish that was and my it was, first well one. it's because it's, it's because I growing up I hung out with a lot of older guys yeah or I not I should I guess I shouldn't say hung out with I guess I kind of did but I was more like the little brother Got and it. I was just around them a bunch yeah 
and uh, they were all they were in high school and they were into the Kings, and so they all talked about it. And I was like, I want to be cool. So I remember, I finished eighth grade, and my mom was like, What do you want? Like, I'll, we'll get you whatever you want. And I was like, I want that album. And so they bought me the that. CD, and uh, then, I mean, that was like huge for me. So Dude. I think. After that is kind of when I started, and that's still one of my favorite albums, and kind of led the way for what I listen to now. But yeah, um, what's your biggest current left field? Like, ooh, yeah, like something that you like. Like for me, I'll I'll say mine because I have it off the top of my head. Like I really really love Twenty One Pilots, and I was into yeah. them back in the day. Like I was oh, yeah. into them we with vessels. Like we were talking about that today. But that's for my music taste now. It's definitely left field. But yeah. I still like every album they put out. I I love. There's something Jeez. about it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that's a, this is a tough one. Um, is King Cruel your left, I, left field? I was gonna say maybe King Cruel, but to they be were honest, like right field. Like yeah. you went. So you went so far. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, you went. I guess. But honestly, like that. Yeah, I guess maybe. Um, it's just hard. I feel like, and I feel like a lot of people say this, and I'm not saying this to be that guy. But I think I do listen to a lot of different kinds of music. You do, you do. It's but it's very specific. Can't confirm. Matt listens to a lot like, of very true. Sure. I I want it. I get very surface level with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I think Yellow Days is maybe another left field one. Well, because Yellow Days is very, um, kind of, especially that he's coming out with a new album this month, and it's going to be very based on the singles at least. It's like very funk, very disco, mm. very like R&B influenced um and so it's it's actually really cool but I w- I'm gonna say this is probably actually m- more recently and still I'm getting into but Sarah Bareilles oh really oh um, okay you did bring her up the other day yeah and it's because her. it's because that's like Boston's yeah like hero yeah yeah and so uh, I mean I think everybody knows I'm not gonna write you a love song. Boston, yeah. not the band, not the city, but the girl. The girl hit her up on Spotify. Um, she's great at singing and writing. But anyway, is is also Matt's girlfriend. That's true. Yeah, irrelevant. Boston, the girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I've listened to a lot of Sarah Bareilles recently because of her. And you're into and, it. Yeah, dude, she's so good. Oh. And it's not. I haven't given it much of a listen. Well, right. And so I think my. I remember she first said that to me, and I was like, Sarah Bernal's music. Because I'm thinking, like. <laughs> and this just goes to show how snobby I can be, I guess, sometimes, or anybody can be about it. But. Because I think I'm not going to write you a love song. Yeah. And. Write you love song. Which also, I remember. I remember the first. I don't know why I remember this so vividly, but I was in an American Eagle at the Promenade <laughs> in Bolingbrook. <laughs> the Promenade, dude. dude. Yeah. Yeah. The Promenade. Oh, that's good. And uh, Sarah Bareilles was. They had that music video playing on the back on the screen <laughs> that was like a, just a bunch of squares. And I was Whoa. like, "What is this? This is crazy." But anyway, this is crazy. so I think of like that was my association with her. But that's essentially thinking of Kings of Leon and associating mm. it with like Sex on Fire yeah. or You Somebody. And so then she's actually just such a good songwriter and musician. Um, And her songs are really clever. And I just, I really like her a lot. I've come to like a lot of that. So that's kind of left field for me because it's, 
it's just kind yeah. of more pop, like singing. Definitely not what you're typically into. Which isn't what I'm normally into. Yeah. Um, Sam, do you have a uh, a left field at all or no? I, Sam is so Sam is yeah. what I get all of my new music from Sam Dude, and Matt. My, Genuinely, I'm bad at researching <laughs> and getting into stuff, so it's like whatever they get into, I'm kind of just into. Yeah, I I well actually I'd say the two people who like have changed my music taste the most are probably Matt and Josh Singleton, nice. who you guys met nice. on the podcast I did, I a couple weeks ago. Nothing for that. So. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, no, I'm, I'm just... saying like I got so developed in my music taste that I didn't know I could get even more yeah, developed. Yeah, yeah. And then Matt and Josh were the people for who sure. like, yeah, Josh is, a lot of new music. Josh has has done that for me too. Yeah. yeah. But Do you have a left field? Yeah. I think my left you field today might be Post Malone. Wow. Yeah, dude. You, like, you love Post Malone. You love Posty. I love Stoney, dude. <laughs> I love it. That album is amazing. <laughs> but it's... I yeah. still remember Sam's wedding day. Oh, we I'll we never We're supposed to come out... Or what is it? Oh, no. Actually, no. Sam, Sam and Leah walked in to congratulations. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and it was like a moment that I had been dreaming of yeah, for like six yeah, months. Yeah, it was. Like, it was congratulations, sick. Well, blast. Sam, was you were known on on our floor in our dorm. <laughs> yeah. You were known for for your post love. Yeah, I remember I, at, 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 at every finals. Well, maybe. Well, yeah, like, uh, so it was starting the. It's starting. Uh, when like congratulations got big, right? Wow. Actually, even a few months late, I was late to it. Really? But I got on it during finals week, and I did not stop playing it for a solid week. <laughs> yeah, and it got me through. Yeah, and I so then that. from then on, like yeah. every finals, if somebody yeah. and one of us always inevitably inevitably had a class with Sam. Yeah, you'd play congratulations for for him after a big <laughs> yeah. test, or when we were trying to study <laughs> to be pumped. The best works every time. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. Well, I think my favorite kind of new thing I've learned about you recently is your love for, for lo-fi beats, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but it actually makes so much sense. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah. It's just chill vibes, dude. Chill vibes, bro. The, I think the OP1 got me into that, too, a little yeah. bit. The OP1 is this that's wildly expensive uh, piece of... Um, I don't even know. I mean, it's just like a weird. Mini it's just like keyboard. it's like a mini. It's a mini keyboard, yeah. kind of. But what it's would you call it? Made in Japan, right? Little, so you know it looks short really, definition. Yeah. Well, I'm saying since it's made in Japan, you can picture it being like really high tech, new agey. Um, there's really minimal to though, yeah. like no words on it or anything. Yeah. Have you ever seen a a Sega Dreamcast? Yes. It kind of like has You're that actually vibe. Very right. It does have that vibe. And then just imagine putting called? like a very HD L- yeah. LED screen on yeah. there, LCD yeah, screen, yeah. and then it playing weird stuff while it, like playing weird images while it, uh, yeah, sounds. It's it's super trippy, but it's yeah. what like it's this instrument in a sense that like everyone uses right now. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of people use it as like their like secret sauce a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's the key to Bon Iver. Yeah, and a yeah. lot of other artists. But yeah, what um I forget where we're that at. That got me into lo-fi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for you music lovers out there, I hope you enjoyed this uh, conversation we had. We obviously really love it. Yeah, like time we, we flew. Could ta- I could talk about it for another. Genuinely, three hours. we're what like almost yeah. fifty minutes into this, maybe yeah. over fifty minutes. We don't really know because Shock. Sam messed up the time again. My bad, guys. <laughs> I got one job when I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we literally. Uh, we kind of just didn't do this anyways, but th- it, I enjoy it because 
we don't always intentionally just sit around and talk about it. It's more like, oh, we're trying to do it, right, or create something. It's just good to remember. Why it's you nice love to it. just sit and talk about it. I've yeah. I enjoyed this conversation a lot more. Yeah, there's so much to be said about so music and everything. So we'll, it'll come up more again. Yeah, I'm um, sure. But just as much as music was foundation foundational for us uh, growing up, you know what else was foundational for us? Pixar movies. Pixar movies. How did you know? I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pixar movies, by far the best animated films. Yes. Without a no doubt. No question. But the question is, which are the best of the best? Oof. The best of the best. And it's time to find Ooh, we it's time to find out. The best of the best? Best of the best. This is the best oh this Duh. this great. <laughs> that's great. This is <laughs> a segment we're calling the, the best, best of the, the best. best. Pixar edition. Ooh. Get some sick segment music. Uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> One day we'll, we'll get we'll get some sick. We'll get some segment what, music. We'll it's just too much work right here. now. Yeah. Um. All right. So what we're gonna do is, <laughs> <laughs> with all that being said, we're gonna pick our uh, Matt and I individually are gonna pick our top three Pixar movies. Yeah. Starting with three up to one. Do we want to both state our three? I think I all think, of our. Yeah. I I actually think all of ours are gonna be different. If I'm. Being completely honest. All of them are going to be different? I think so. All right. Well, let's find out. Um, I'm going to go with my number three. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Do you know ahead. your three? I'll, I think I'll, Matt I'll only them. has been focused on his one. And I, I already mean, know My number one is an easy lock. I mean. The other ones, we'll, we'll get there. Go ahead. Okay. My number three. Okay. Yep. Up. Great film. Talking about the yeah. relationship between... A classic. An elderly gentleman and a young boy scout. The future. Wow. I mean, talk about heart wrenching. Talk about love for nature. Talk about love for I mean creativity and storytelling. Like it's, it's a beautiful movie. Love for Abs- animals. And animals. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And colors. You think about the yeah. balloon. I mean, all around great film. I think um it, it was a turning point for Pixar. If I'm being honest. You think that was a turning point? I do think it was. Ooh. Because I think it was, okay, what's not this childish story that we can tell? It's okay. what's this like well-written story that changed, um, kind of changed the game for them. Yeah, I That's think fair. it also put them more towards like adults too in a way. Yeah, like yeah. I, I think I watched that movie now. Granted, I haven't watched it in a long time. But I would watch it tomorrow. Yeah. And I know that I would sit there and just thoroughly enjoy the film. Yeah. That's okay. my number three. What's your number three? I actually am going to agree with you on that. Whoa. I'm going to say up is number agree. three. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I mean. It's so. Dude, I feel like the five through two are just so five through close two? together for me. Really? Yeah, that's fair. One, I mean, but I, I, I have to give a nod to up. Up is like incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I beautiful storytelling. I love it. What's your number two? Let's do. Do you have a number two? Yeah, I'll, I'll do my. You do two. your two, and then we'll go to. See my this, uh, maybe controversial. I'm gonna say The Incredibles, at number two. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great position for that one. But uh, yeah, I'm just gonna stick to. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to it. Incredibles stick to your guns. Two. Because but I think I disagree. 
that's I, I'm interested in what your number two is going to be. I think. Oh, is it number two? It's like, so hard, but I, I, I mean, stick I, to your guns. Explain why number, Incredibles is, look, is up I'm, there. I'm, I'm just going to say this. Toy Story isn't going to make my cut. And I think that's where we're going to disagree. Oh, my God. I love Toy Story. I was obsessed with Toy Story. But I think when I look at longevity, ah, it's so wow. tough. Dude. Okay, I'm, no, I'm sticking to Incredibles, and this is why. It's the one, I going back to watch one, It's I would rather watch Incredibles now than Toy Story. And I think it's because I, the, uh, and it's not because I don't want to, I wouldn't want to watch Toy Story, but. Honey, where is my, my super, super suit? suit? Uh, Sorry, I just thought of the Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, Edna, incredible character. Edna all the, all the characters are so good. <laughs> Edna mode. Um, I just think I like the, it's a funny take on superheroes. It, I like the set uh, just the the animation like it, it's so unique yeah I, I i look at houses sometimes yeah. out here and i'm oh, like that's an incredible dude. style i totally. feel that you know i feel I mean? that i feel it, that like, for sure it's one that has a very specific feel to it yeah that i really like um and then i mean i think incredibles 2 is inc- like was great was it no was incredible thank you yes yeah, <laughs> but it was actually it i waited 14 years for it or whatever it was and it was actually so good yeah. i actually okay but, i'm gonna um, be honest so hot take i didn't, didn't like, like it i think that's ridiculous yeah. it was so good it wasn't incredible no i didn't like it uh, i was i mean I, I i liked it because it's incredibles it's like the story and the same characters but didn't think they waited freaking 12 years to put that crap out. That crap. Oh, oh my gosh. No, no, no. They uh, should have just kept rolling with no. it. They should have kept rolling with it, done done one, two, and three in the span of seven years, seven, eight years. No, dude. Instead, they waited 12 years for the sequel and it wasn't good. It was good. And then, no. It was yeah, so no, good. It wasn't good. You're just mad wow. because it was a female-led. No, I'm not. Yeah. No, just because I disagree with the feminist movement as a, as a whole oh. doesn't mean doesn't mean that I wow. I'm mad about the move about the movie. It was a great movie. I am all for I love the female message. roles and whatnot. It was a I'm great message. What was the message? The message was that anybody can be incredible. Do everybody had moments of being incredible in that movie? So okay, here's my here's and, my fault with and, it. And, and it was like she, she Mr. Incredible had his time. Now he had to do his thing his weakness and True. be a family man. I think for me yeah. and then it, she it, had to she had to be they, herself. No, no, this is stupid to me. They, they, had re, to support each they other. rewrote the same damn movie. That's no. what they did and then they switched the roles. That's exactly what it was. I, what, in the first movie, no, 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 in the first movie Mr. Incredibles <laughs> goes off and has to do this job that okay, the wife the, doesn't know about. The wife is staying home, taking care of the kids. And then in the second movie, the girl, uh, Mrs. Incredible, <laughs> has to go yeah, out and do this job here. that only she can do. And then the dad has to stay home. They rewrote yeah, but, the same movie. Let's, okay, let's look at Toy Story 1 through 4. <laughs> what? All the same movie. No! No, they're not! Toys going missing. <laughs> have to no. find them. No, like, all right, that leads me. I'm I'm aggravated. Yeah. I'm Hold aggravated. On, can I defend my choice? Uh, no, go. Can yeah, I, I just can I defend your choice. Too, real cool. quick. Yeah. Okay. Go. Uh, it's it's a more even focus, <laughs> and um, also like the villains are way different. The ta- the tactics are just way different, and uh, it also they progress in like the whole political movement of the heroes and if they like the whole concept of heroes versus regular citizens is so interesting and they still did it in a kids movie 
Zerg. Zerg. Zerg is that's. I mean, that's Toy Story. I don't know. I thought you were saying. No, no he's I'm talking, talking about Incredibles. Oh, Incredibles. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're thinking about Zerg. <laughs> Fun fact, well, well, I was Zerg all last summer when I worked at a kid's camp. I, no way. When we did skits, I was Zerg. That's it. Because it was like rad. Toy Story theme. I mean, anyway. that leads perfectly into yeah, my number so two pick. Yeah, so you're number two. My number two pick? Toy Story 2. Yeah. The, what? It's a great film. It it's is. the best I mean, of the Toy Stories. Mm, yeah. I mean, what are you going to say? Toy Story 3? No, 1 maybe? No, it's not one as good. 1 is so good. 1 is, one is the first. It's Trailblazer, I, for sure. Yeah, and... Animation-wise, was a little frustrating for me. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it going was, back it was, and watching it, was, it, it's like... what, 1996 No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But the second one, so good. Al's Toy Barn, like Wait. great storyline. There's multiple Nothing's Buzz Lightyear. Nothing's haunted me. Great storyline. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say they're not good. wasn't in the first one. Zerg is only in, Zerg's Zerg's only in the second one. Only my mind I mean, right now. think about the, the, oh, the, the cinematography. And I'm just kidding, it's animation. But still, in, in the the cone scene when yeah. they're escaping okay, out toy bar, I do think about it's Toy great. Story two all the time. Intro- yeah. Introducing Jesse subconsciously and think, oh, you know what? Every person our age knows this scene by heart, and it's when the old man yeah. is it's fixing. It's haunted me. It's haunted me my entire life. Fixing. <laughs> I can't Woody. get it out of my mind. I cannot he's, get it out of my mind. He's stitching Woody's <laughs> arm together and he's polishing his eyes. Meanwhile, Bullseye. <laughs> Is is licking up old Al's <laughs> Cheeto fingers? Yeah, dude. Like, come on, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, yeah, disgusting. I, Toy Story two. I think that was the first time I ever felt like creeped one. out by somebody was when yeah. Al was asleep and all just all those close up shots. Yeah, Al was a big boy, and, and the old man is also question. You know, in Bugs Life. The beginning when they're playing chess. Yeah, is yeah. that well, the well, guy? That's a short story. Yes, but it, it came at the beginning. Of- Wait, what? Yes, I think it is. That in my head, they're those the are the same guy, characters. Right? Okay, I don't actually know if they are. Sam's gonna fact in, check in us right brain, now. But in since, my mind, they're the same then, guys. They've been the same. The glasses, guy. The, the, the the big nose, the face. Shape. Yeah, I mean, it's, he, the, it's same the same guy. guy. Is it? Wait, I. Th- yeah, when you, he has a last name. No way. Al McWiggin. Wait. No, not Al. Oh, look up the, the, the guy old... who fixes the chess guy oh, and the guy yes. who fixes... It's the same guy, right? It's yeah, gotta I think be. it is. Yeah, and Al, Al from Al's Toy Barn was not in the chess short. No, no, no. I mean, kind of wish he was. Would have really spiced it up. I mean, dude, it kind of sucks. Al bought Woody at a yard sale. Yeah. Why was Woody well, at a yard sale? Woody's been through a lot. I know, and he was just trying to. It's I just forget. sad. Toy Story's trying, just he, so sad. Woody was trying to save the penguin, bro. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. penguin was put yeah. in a yard yeah. sale because his voice was broken. Right, right. And all they had to do was. was I mean, what a heart rent! Like, I yeah. mean, well, heart It's just so sad and, because the whole. At the end of the day, the premise is about you get older and you have to leave the past behind, and that's yeah. so sad for me. <laughs> is it the same character? It's gotta be. It might not. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So it says. Well, I mean, according to Wikipedia, the most credible source on the internet. The short, Honestly, it is. The short shows an old man who completes competes with himself in chess. Yep. And then uh, he gets his first feature in Toy Story Two. There as we go. Gary. Wow. That's awesome. Perfect. Okay. That's good beautiful. To Way to go, Pixar. Let's, yeah, I love when they do stuff like the that. Execution. Well, there's always like Easter eggs in their movies, and that's fun. Yes, which I love. Let's um. What's your number one? Number, your number one. one. Yeah, we got to get to number one. And I'm going to go 
quickly, and mine's relatively hot take. And um, come at me with the, if you disagree. I'm sure Matt disagrees. Well, I know. But my number one is Coco. It's a Ooh. great film. It's good. It's great. The and greatest though. Yeah, yeah I, think the, I think it's the best Pixar film. I just don't think film. it stood. It stood the test of time yet. What? It's Bro, been out there, only a there, of there years. hasn't been a Pixar film where I've watched it and been like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this is w- apart from. I mean, it's so apart good. from just Pixar. It is one of my favorite movies. It's very good. It's so good. This little and and it it, it has the music pull for us, and the the, the songs in it Look, are so good. It's so it's good. this little boy who just wants to play music, but his family won't let him. I know it's it's horribly sad, and there's a great. Do you twist. relate? Is that why? Yeah. Are you just relating? Maybe. But there's lines like, "It's a real life out of Brihe," or or <laughs> "I don't care about your stupid family ofrenda." It's so good. It's so it's, good. I love it. And and the multicultural aspect yeah, of it all. I do. I love think that. it was so good. I love that's that my favorite them. Pixar that was film of all time. Matt, what is yours? Bring I mean, it home. Come on. Okay. Bring it home. Number here. one by Miles. Miles. Come on. Apparently. Like, not even close is Ratatouille. Oof. For sure. No no movie has blown wow. my mind. Like, like it might be my favorite movie of all time. Oh. Wow. <laughs> A rat making food? Uh, do, what, do you think it's not good? I'm just. Do you not think anyone can cook? <laughs> <laughs> Are you here to tell me that wow. that 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 that's not true? I mean, a rat can't cook by I've pulling the it. hairs of man. <laughs> Look, and, so here's the thing: it's the most original story. Ooh, that you yeah, you would you have ever thought? Of no, this? it's very original. It's very original. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess. Um, the food, all the it, it changed several aspects of my life. I've never wanted to go anywhere more than Paris. I've, I have this dream where I live alone in a little apartment and I can see the Eiffel Tower from it purely because, and it's a real life thing that I want in my life one time is because of Ratatouille. Wow. I was a very picker, picker. I was a very <laughs> picky eater as a child. That movie made me want to eat everything, especially Ratatouille. We need to make Ratatouille. I don't also, know how to make Ratatouille. I don't either, but it's just simple vegetables. I and, and and it seems easy and it looks delicious, and the plot is just so good. Uh, I, I love everything about it. It's just the best. There's, basically, it's the best. Basically, it's the best. Can wow! I've heard you tell this story, and I I know we need to be a br- little bit brief because we're we're coming up on some quick. I mean, times we're, here. we're definitely all of our episodes are long. I, I know they're long. It, it is what it is. But quick to wrap this whole episode eight. What is it's episode eight, right? It yeah, is episode, episode eight. eight. Can you explain to me the scene that made you love Ratatouille, and and Ugh. I mean, yeah. Just explain to me well, real quick what what that scene is. Besides the rest of the movie, which it's, all which is a life. rat controlling Alfredo no. Linguini, okay. which isn't even French; yeah, it's, it's Italian. Italian, and. But- Mildly um, insensitive to Italians, you know to be naming someone Alfredo Linguini. But let's be honest; it's a great name. It is <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Look, okay, Anton Ego, the renowned food critic, comes into this restaurant mm-hmm. taken over by our friend Linguini, 
and the and the and the rat. And the rat. Remy. Remy. And um, you know, through all the twists and turns, the hoops and hurdles of life as a rat who cooks underneath the hat of a of a man who can't cook and never receives credit. They finally <laughs> figured it out. And um he orders his food and he says, Surprise me. All yes. menacing, yep. and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" He's a little scary. He, that's a power move. Power move. What is? The, how are they gonna surprise him? He knows the whole menu, probably. Yeah. They pull out. Remy chooses ratatouille, mm-hmm. rat. and it's rat patootie. Remember that scene? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> chooses ratatouille, and um, they're all like, "What? This is just ratatouille? No, this isn't. We can't make this. It's not good enough." Which and, is, and he's, yeah, because yeah. he, it's it's like peasant food, basically. Yes. It's like it's a homemade meal. Everyone. And yes. anyone can make it. Anyone can cook. And so they make ratatouille. It looks delicious. It's colorful. You got looks red, great. green. It does look good in the film. I think a little bit yellow. They put a nice a nice glaze over it. They bring it out. And he can't believe it. And Ego cannot believe that they brought this in front of him. He's he's there. Ratatouille of all things. And um, he's ready. He says earlier in the movie, I don't like it. I don't swallow. And you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he... He puts his fork, and this is the thing. He puts his fork in it, and, and all the music cuts, all the audio cuts, and you just hear. What? What is it? It's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then he picks it up, and he puts it in his mouth, and it's like. And then cutscene. And then. He's a little boy again, and he's playing in the oh. yard, and he comes in, and his mom, and you see little Anton, he's so cute, and his mom puts a little plate of ratatouille. And you assume he's old, so his mom probably died. Unless he's super old. Yeah, that's sad, but yes. Well, I mean, let's just get real. Just he misses re- his mom, dude. It's been a while. Yeah. He instantly... It's like music for us, dude. Yeah. I hear a song. Right. I'm instantly transported back into this moment. Wow. And, um... Antoine a- Ego. And Ego is back at his childhood home, and his mom just made him ratatouille because this rat decided to take a risk and be himself yeah. and follow his, follow his love, follow wow. his passion. And then he and, goes, um, and and he waits the rest of the night to give his compliments to the chef, and he's so impressed. Yeah, because he's asked, yep. like, "Can I see the chef?" Yeah. And then yep. some, what's his name? Uh, who's on skates? Linguini comes Linguini, out. Who's on skates? He says, well, "You have to wait until everyone leaves." Yeah. And so he waits, and then he they come out and they pull the hat out, and he's there, and he can't believe it, but he processes it, and then he leaves, and then um, he Does, writes his review, and he and he basically says, "I'm." This was a beautiful experience. Anyone can cook, and and being so snobby about something that you love is stupid, basically. Wow. And I said that's crazy. I mean, is that the uh, music? Just slow, just slow fade. Wow. No, let's just let's play that while we uh, wrap up this podcast. Mm. I mean, I uh, I can appreciate ratatouille, but it's the whole rat pulling someone by their hair to cook Don't, things. Don't Adam. Does, does Remy actually talk to Alfredo or no? Not, no. Exactly. It's like, what? I mean, it just seems, I don't know. I don't know. I just, oh, it's so beautiful. It's such, I want to be in Paris oh. right now. Have you been to Paris? I haven't, but we need I've to go. I've been once. Do you want to go? Just yes. you and I? Yeah. We can We can eat bread and, um, oh, we can We, we can, can probably find Ratatouille, ratatouille somewhere. somewhere. It's such a beautiful city and country. I love France. Well, we're going to go. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. All right. Roommate Report France Edition? It's happening. By uh, by 2021, France That's Edition. That's a bold take. Uh, no, it's I not mean, bold. It's realistic. That's what we're going to do. Okay. Wow. All right. 
I'm, I'm down. Stated here and it's gonna happen. All right. Speaking um, into existence. This has been season one, episode eight of the podcast. We uh still stoked to be doing this. Hope you guys are enjoying listening. Um, it's been a good time. Yeah, if, if you if you're loving it, if you're still here with us, you can just go ahead and just share the love. Do what you do, yeah. Share share, share, share with your love. friends. I mean this means give us some feedback. Yeah, come on. I don't know. We're just trying to do this fun. We're trying to do this fun do this fun <laughs> follow the gram follow the spotify, spotify play- follow hey the we're up Apple we're podcast. over 20 on the on the spotify playlist yes i hope you guys are digging that yes um, we talked about music so send we're us gonna... some dms just ask us some we'll, we'll... yeah let's do this let's do this actually we have okay. no idea who listens when to you this, guys to be yeah except for like lucas klaus yes shout out <laughs> our number one other fan people. for sure um let's do this we want to know your input on uh the podcast and what you want to hear so after you listen to this, shoot us a DM and just be like, yo, this is what I like to hear. Or this is what I'd love. To, here's a question I have. Here's something like this. Just give us some content to go off of. Um, I think that'd be helpful and, and kind of cool to see what you guys are feeling yeah. about it all. But shoot us a DM on Instagram at roommate report. Yes. Follow us if you don't. Yep. Um, this has been season one, episode eight. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. My name's Adam. My name's Matt. And this is The Roommate Report. And we'll be seeing you.